So right now we're going to move away from music and we're going to head to a topic a little more specialised to the Dublin Burlesque Festival and that takes place this weekend starting on Thursday. The festival is in its fourth year now and since its first run has spawned a whole lot of different similar festivals in Galway and Belfast and etc. And it's getting a foothold here. I know a lot of people think of burlesque as somewhat taboo or X-rated without ever having actually seen it. And for me, the only notion that I had was from that Simpsons episode about 10 years ago. But in the wake of this festival, I, I decided to get in touch with Miss Epiphany Demeanor, one of the organizers of the event, to find out what Irish burlesque was really about. So uh, when did the festival start? We are running our fifth festival this year, so it started four years ago. Four years ago. Um, it was a rather more ambitious affair back then as well. We, we put on an entire week of activities and uh, realised that was probably a little bit too much for ourselves and for everybody. So we've, we've honed it and, and brought the quality up as opposed to the quantity. And so is there anything else of this kind in Ireland or, or was there at the time? There certainly wasn't at the time, no. Um, since then... The Belfast Burlesque Festival has is running its second year, and uh, the Galway Burlesque Festival started this year as well. Mm. They just finished about a month ago. So you're kind of breaking the mould here. But uh, how does one get into burlesque, though, in a place where there where there was prior there was nothing before? Well, step one, I suppose, is come to a show. Yeah. See what it's all about. Um, I started by going to what I understand was the first burlesque show in Ireland. Um, it was a a fairly small affair in that it was a screening of the movie Cabaret followed by two performances by The Adventures of Walter who was a gentleman from London who has since retired and a modesty place so that was my first introduction and I was hooked went to every show after that mm. and after the second or third show I was actually asked by the producer if I wanted to get involved so, uh, so it's, a, it's like a bit of a community, is it? Uh, or, or is is there is it difficult to get the audiences? Or once you get the audience, do they keep returning? We do have a very dedicated audience. Yes, I'd say approximately half of every show mm. is our regular audience. Yeah, is it is it hard to get people in? Uh, people in though. I mean, I know, I know there's a lot of stigma around the whole topic because Ireland is just a conservative country and everything. Yeah, there's still quite a bit of misunderstanding as to what it actually is. Hmm. Um, but once people do see anything that is actually burlesque, they're they're shocked at, at how misguided they were. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, shall we say, our, our new recruits to the audience would be somebody who went to a show and said to their friends, oh, I went to the show, it wasn't what I expected at all, you hmm. must come along. So that's very much how we do get new audience. And then sometimes it's people just see a poster and think, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. And pop along. So uh, what do people who've never been to a burlesque show assume it is as opposed to what it actually is? I mean, how how X-rated do the shows actually get? Or is it just... They're, they're, they're quite tame, really. And, and they they vary, again, depending on the venue, the audience, the event, whether it's a corporate event or whether, whether it's a public show. Um, you'd see more on a beach, to be honest most times. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. Full, full nudity is never, never accepted. No. Um, it's, as far as I know, it's illegal. Um, <laughs> and it's it's not what we want anyway. I mean, as somebody mm. said, 
everybody looks better with a little something on and it's what happens to your imagination. Leave more to the imagination. It adds to it as well. And in Ireland in particular, we have a slightly different approach to burlesque. A lot of what people see as classic burlesque is the American and the Australian mm. models where they're very beautiful girls that do striptease yeah. out of very beautiful costumes. And that's fine. But we in Ireland tend to have more of an affinity for the stories and the narrative and parody, which to us is what burlesque actually means, okay. the origins of it. Yeah, because that, that's, that's what I was that's what I was going to ask, actually. Do you need to be uh, physically attractive to do this? or, or uh... It doesn't do you any harm, but no. it's definitely not a, a necessity um, because, as I said, that's, that's not exactly what we're about here. Hmm. Because if you want to see pretty women, then open a magazine. <laughs> Go on to the internet. You know, the exactly. um, so we're, we're very much about um, all shapes and sizes and all personalities mm. and all characters, and particularly with the boys as well. We we have a, a community of boylesque in Dublin. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to ask that also. Like, are there are there many male burlesque dancers, and what do they do? <laughs> well, four spring to mind immediately. Um, five. Uh, if I sat and thought about it, it would probably go up to 10 or 11. But, um, yeah, we, we do. We certainly do. We've got uh, the likes of the Big Spender Boys, who are hilarious, uh, talented, um, easy on the eye as well. Um, we have uh, Fabio Iga de Flatter, who is another stellar performer. He's, he's um, he, he kind of portrays the, the Seven Stone Weakling that gets his own back on life. So while he's, he's an attractive man himself, he doesn't come across as the you know bodybuilder, okay. Chippendale kind <laughs> of character. That's not what yeah, his acts are about. And uh, I mean, none of our our crew would be equivalent to the Chippendale look, really. But again, they are all shapes and sizes, heights, widths, whatever. Hmm. And so, um, just going back again, where? Would the whole culture of burlesque be inherited from here? I mean, or do you have anyone from outside Ireland coming in for the festival? Well, originally there were no Irish burlesque performers when mm. I started out. I was I wasn't performing. I was just working with a show where we brought performers over from the UK and occasionally from further afield if they were available. And in the festival, we do try to bring in um, every year. Our headline act would be from abroad because variety um, all the shows we do during the year we obviously use as much local talent as we can because mm. now there is plenty and we do have some world class performers here mm. but uh, to to add something different and to to keep an eye on what the rest of the world is doing then yes we do bring over performers this year we have one of the top 50 in the world performers and top 5 UK who is Miss Polly Ray she will be our headline act on Friday and Saturday night. She's also doing a workshop on Saturday afternoon. Um, mm. So everybody aspiring to be uh, a budding burlesque starlet here can certainly come along to that. So uh, we do. We try to get hosts in as well from from abroad. So this year we have a new face. We have Maya Dubois, who's also from the UK. Um, so we want to give our audience something a little bit different every time. That's it. But um, but. You know, it does get international attention and, you know, with all of the colour and the frivolity of the event, do you think it gets proportionate attention in the media here? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the the festival in particular is where we get the most international attention. Hmm. We have performers coming from as far away as Australia. Yeah. Last first year we had uh, Italy, Germany, uh, Texas, Australia. Um, we had Africans from Asia, China, Japan as well. Yeah. So yes, it's very much an international show. But do the media here cover it enough? Do you feel or media tend to shy away from it? Yeah. To be honest. Um, we don't get a huge amount of TV and radio coverage, possibly because, again, of the misconceptions, people are kind of afraid to go near us. Yeah. We've had a little, in fairness. Um, last night, for example, Ryan Tuberty was brave enough to have um, <laughs> a burlesque performer on with Jerry Fish, um, Foxy Peacock. She's one of our, our favourites. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's getting across to, to the country a little more of what it's actually about. Foxy, in particular, does aerial work. So I'm sure most people, when they hear the word burlesque, do not expect a woman to be doing all sorts of crazy things on a, on a hoop. Could you, uh, yeah, could you elaborate on that aerial work? <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, certain things that have a particularly bad reputation, a uh, misconceived reputation, uh, are pole dancers okay. and aerialists. Um, pole dancing is an absolute phenomenal skill. I know some, well, actually, Ireland has the world champions. Oh. Um, we have uh, Terry and Lizette are the doubles world champions and individually they are first and second so as you can imagine the skill involved is, is astronomical yeah. and there is absolutely no please strip anything like that involved um, Terry is actually the, the overall winner of the first Dublin Burlesque Festival we have aerialists as well who work with um, hoops and trapeze um, doing again very very skillful work um, posing and moving and, and mm. making me extremely jealous of what they can do basically there's a, there's a lot of conditioning involved there must be a lot of conditioning involved in that how long does it take to prepare a show? Um, well when we're putting a show together we are gathering together individual performers and they themselves put anything from weeks, months and years into getting acts together uh, Foxy has been doing aerial and pose for I've had this guess in about five or six years, something like that. Um, a lot of our performers have been training for at least that. Uh, the scene has blossomed in Dublin over the past 10 or 11 years, so anyone who was involved at the beginning has had that much training involved. Foxy in particular travels all over the world to, to do work mm. and to train the best. She's only back from New York. Um, Terry and Lizette then uh, travel as well. They have individual studios here and teach. Um, we have the Irish Burlesque School. We have the Zaria Starfire teaches here, Bella Gogo. So we do have a lot of local teachers who do go abroad to train to bring the talent back here, to bring yeah. skills back to pass on. So yes, there is a, a lot of work and training involved. Mm. So, so for the festival itself, uh, what sort of events? Would you your markers the highlights and and where would they be happening? Well, we have four events, five five events. Um, it runs from Thursday the nineteenth of November to Sunday the twenty second. The Thursday night is, is a, it's a soft opening. We have a speakeasy in the um, the basement club of House on Mason Street, so it's uh, all things twenties and thirties and prohibition. That's a relatively early night, though. We we finish up at a half eleven officially, but of course, anybody wants to stay out for a drink in house, they're more than welcome. 
On Friday, then, we have Circus Macabre is our alternative show in Sugar Club. So that would showcase the darker side, the more alternatives, the um, neo-burlesque, that sort of thing. Then on Saturday in the Sugar Club, in the afternoon, we have Miss Polly Way doing her, her goddess uh, showgirl workshop. And that evening, we'll have the classic show, uh, which also has the gala award, the, the prize giving ceremony for the competitors. Okay. And Sunday afternoon, then, we're back in house, and there <coughs> is afternoon tea with a vintage fashion show, and that runs from 1 until about 4 o'clock. Okay. And so that there's a lot of fit in there, but um, how do people? Um, how would people get tickets? Online, Eventbrite, oh, or you okay. can go directly to the uh, Dublin Burlesque Festival website, which is dublinburlesquefestival.ie, and there are links to all of the events there. Um, Saturday, as far as I know, is sold out, but do check again. Um, we did have a party we cancelled, so I think there might be a couple of reserved seats still available if they weren't snapped up in the past day. Okay. Um, but everything is available on the website. And strictly over 18s, obviously, I would say. <laughs> well, unfortunately, because of drinks rules, etc. as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Although the um, the Sunday afternoon, uh, the vintage fashion show, uh, there's there's no alcohol. Well, you can have alcohol, obviously, <laughs> but it's, it's tea and it's vintage fashion, so that's a very family-friendly event, so there's no age restriction on that one. Okay, great. Well, I wish you the best of luck with it anyway, and thanks very much for coming on. Thank you very, very much. Mm-hmm.